All right, everybody. It's six o'clock. I just ate a delicious mochi ball and a lovely tartlet with meringue, thanks to Will Brown and Henry here. We got uh, we got the queens in the building. Um, there's four of us, all four of us, four queens. Uh, five if you uh, count Christina Pickles. Six if you count uh, Shelby. And we have we have a lot of people on the list. So can I be a queen? Yes, yes, you can be a queen too. I don't mean to be. Queen does not have, obviously queen does not have to be gender specific. So here we are today at the joke workshop. There's eight chairs inside because there can be eight comedians inside at a time with masks, and we're all being safe. There's plastic bags up at the front. There's also um, sanitizing things. I'm. I'll here's the. You can wipe things down with sanitizers if you want. There's plastic bags there for you. Um, if you brought your own mic, that's amazing. Thanks for doing that for safety. When we come in here to give comments, um, I just changed all the microphone little fronty bits, but leave your mask on and be nice and close to the mic. So remember, it's Joke Workshop, so if you're gonna feed someone a shit sandwich, make the bread taste good, nice toasted brioche bun, maybe a little mochi ball, and then in the inner part, you say the stuff, and then a nice compliment at the end. Or just say nice things, too, if you really like things. But we're all trying to be helpful and supportive and the whatnot. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. This is MutinyRadio.fm. It's four-minute sets, and you'll hear a horn at three minutes, and then we give you comments. So take notes, and I'm excited to get started. Um, again, we have a full house, so if there, if the, when the chairs are filled, that's that's it. Everyone else has to wait outside, and then we'll 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 switch around. Cool. So your first comedian of the night, clap your hands together, everybody, in a wild slappy like motion for Mark Neuer. Yay! on mic check one two i'm here hello all right cool so i, I live i work inside of a strip club and uh, we just recently cleaned the bathroom and it was like we used a lot of bleach in there i went in there and it was like fuck it smells like a planned parenthood in here fuck live nation let's move on um a clap would have been fine whoever agrees you get your turn when I'm done with mine. Thank you. <laughs> you ever wondered how a man would keep his pussy clean? Uh, give him a flashlight and come back in a week. Columbus was a gay Viking. And uh, I say that because, like, Vikings were like savages, you know what I mean? They'd come over, they'd pillage, they'd rape your kids, not because of the feeling that it gives them, but the feeling it gives you. Which I think that's probably really too dark. Maybe that's too dark of a joke. It's pretty deep. I don't know. They're not raping the kids because of how it makes them feel. They're raping your kids because of how it makes you feel. That's where they get their pleasure. Those motherfuckers are savages. Columbus came over with those little buckles and anthrax. Fuck them. Good. If I live till 40, I will wake up every day. I didn't want to fucking live this long! They like it. 
let's see. I think that's all my new. Oh, what about this one? What are you, some kind of faggot? No, Dad, I'm your son. <laughs> um, QAnon, you guys hear about these people, the QAnon people? You've heard this? Have you heard this about the QAnon people? They are exposing pedophiles, rich, wealthy pedophiles. They're forgetting about the poor piece of shit pedophiles that are fucking their kids every day. Are those ones don't matter. It's just the ones with the islands that matter. Okay. Then I'm on your guys' side. Fuck you, ain't on. <sighs> I was on Hulu the other day, you know, just chilling on the loo. I learned to <laughs> chilling on the on the loo. I learned a new word. Psychosexual came instantly. Ah. <sighs> GameStop, you hear about GameStop? The whole stock market damn near crashed all over GameStop. I, w I just, I don't really know much about stocks. I just know I want Fleshlight to go public. That's all I know. That's all I know. I want Fleshlight and Pornhub to go public so bad I would be rich. I would be rich. I saw it before anyone saw it. I knew, like Trump, I feel like Trump right now. I fucking knew. I knew. But they weren't public. And there's no contact. You can't call the CEO of Fleshlight. He's too busy fucking knuckles deep in a Fleshlight. You can't pick up the phone. Thank you. What's love without a little abuse, ladies and gentlemen? What's love without a little domestic dispute? You know, just a little bit of a domestic dispute. Not like I'm not saying you got to beat the shit out of your significant other. What's love without just a little bit of just screaming in the morning over eggs? Are you even in love? Are you even in love? If you're not hollering in the car... Are you even, what is love without a little bit of just, ah, what is, cause it's not real. If you're sitting there drinking fucking tea and eating a Pop-Tart in the morning, that's fake. That is Twitter love, ladies and gentlemen. That is some Instagram story, fictitious love. I, may, I think I just made a word, fictitious. Is it fictitious? Is it fictitious or fictitious? Fictitious. It's fake, fake tits. I've, I'm so done with fake tits. I, I, I hate. The f I just can't even. I'm, d I'm, I'm done with. I'm just gonna fuck myself. I'm done. Thank you. Fake dishes. Mark Noyer, everyone. Yay. Good, good work. You're so brave, Mark, to do raping kids jokes. <laughs> um, wow. Like. So edgy. Yeah, um, yeah. That first that first joke about about Planned Parenthood, I really enjoyed it. I just think that your syntax needs to be a little uh, jumbled. Mean? The way that the words and the way the order that you put them. So I would okay. say we used so much bleach, it smelled like a Planned Parenthood. Just smooth out. You'll li if you listen to it back, you'll yeah. hear that it was a little clunky. But the but that joke is there. It's a great one liner. It's very funny, especially because you. you open with the strip club thing all the time, and I enjoy that. Thank you. Um, and the, the, the tonal switch you did in the middle where you just started yelling <laughs> is really, no, it, it's, it's great because it's totally unexpected. So it goes, it subverts our expectation because you're yeah. being so calm and then all of a sudden you scream. And so then, but then you kind of got a little angry about things. And so, yeah. and, but, but that's the thing is it's like scary versus funny and you can elicit laughter with a little bit of fear, which you sort of instilled in us. But I just challenge you to know what you want to elicit when you go up 
So if you're trying to elicit, like, be scared, I'm making you uncomfortable and you're a little scared of me laughter, or if it's more like, these are the jokes, waka waka. (laughs) You know, like, there's sort of a, and you kind of got back to that at the end of, like, look, I'm a friendly guy. I'm not scary. But I go for serial killer comedy. That's my niche. Right, and then you have that, but then you have that punchline that I feel like you didn't use too hard, psychosexual. Mm. I feel like if you do that sort of psycho-scary thing and then you yeah. explain that or use that in a something. Yeah. Um, my, I feel like your flesh, my fleshlight already is public. I want it to go public, but uh, you have that other joke yeah. about it being Haley and yeah. everyone's fucked it, so yeah. your public <laughs> fleshlight <laughs> is public. God bless Haley. Just, just to ta- tag it to your other joke. And then, um, this is absurd, but, um, and I don't know if you meant it this way, but he wasn't on a phone, he was on a fleshlight? Is that what you meant? Like, he picked up, he wasn't on a phone, he was on a fleshlight. Because there are no phones, because there's <laughs> just, absurd. like, pocky. I didn't mean it like that, but it works, so fuck it. I c- I, that's what I kind of thought that you was said, o- that but was I didn't. O- that was honestly a riff. That, that, oh part, okay. that part that you're, the th- knuckles deep in a fleshlight, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That <laughs> just came out of my face. I'm just sorry. came out of his face. Um, other comments from Mark Nor- I'm sorry. He got me super stoned, so I like really paid no, attention. No, really, it's my own fault. To his that thing this all and just wrote copious I'm notes. Too high. Anybody else have comments or compliments or anything? No. You want to clap wildly for Mark Thank Neuer? Thank you for the applause. All right, moving right along. Your next comedian, uh, super funny guy, great storyteller. Put your hands together, everybody, for T. Silva. Tay Mark, yay! Give it up for Pam playing the single mom playlist music going on. What's up? I'll take it off right here. Whew, I can breathe. I got some new material, and I'm kind of excited. This is, like, the best part about stand-up comedy. People are like, oh, I'm scared to talk about my new material. For me, it's, like, the best thing ever. It's like going on the first date. You know what I mean? You just, you know what I mean? That's how I feel. Hold on. Someone called me. Hey, I'm about to do comedy right now. Can I call you back? All right. Here's my new bits. Uh, Nazis and Bitcoins. Trying to come up with something with that. Uh. Like Mark Neuer, like I, I like going to strip clubs only for like just to you know go. I, like he, this is weird. Every time I go on a date, I like to take girls on a date and take them to a strip club just to see where they're at. You know what I mean? Like to see how freaky they are. But one time I went to the strip club and this these two dancers came up to me and uh, my hair is long. I, ha- I have to t- take it down, but my hair is long. They're like, "Hey, are you native?" I'm like, "Yeah, what tribe?" Oh, I'm Pueblo. Do you have that casino money? I was like. I was like, do you have a father in your life? <laughs> okay. Have you guys ever lost your ID? Like, you're like, fuck, I lost my ID. You can't get into the club, the dispensaries, or anything like that. So I decided to, br- like, carry my high school yearbook with me for, for a month. <laughs> and, like, I have photos of me, like, just posing and shit. Valedictorian. Nah, okay. Let's see what else I got. Asians and black people, please stop fighting. Like, I'm serious. Please stop fucking fighting. Like, I love, we, 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 you guys like Bruce Lee. We hate the police. Come on now. Let's get together. Come on. We like rap. Okay. Let me see what else I got. Atlantis. I was watching the History Channel, and they were talking about how great Atlantis is. The technology, the people, you know, like, all that beautiful stuff, and it sank. I always wonder, like, is there, like, the ghetto in Atlantis? 
Like, can, can you imagine like an Aquaman or Aqualad just sagging or I don't know, like the sharks are fucking doing like drive-bys, like a street shark or something like that. What else I got? Nazi Bitcoins. We talked about that. Who here likes to go raw? Not sex, just uh, the the papers. He dirty fucks. Okay, I'm gonna write that one down. Raw papers. See, this is the best part about comedy, man. I've been doing this for a long time. This is the best part about comedy, man. Like, let me ask you something. Like, have you guys been flaked on a date? By flaked, I mean like catted. Like someone just didn't show up to the date. Has that ever happened to you, people? Like, uh, yeah. Oh, I guess not. You slang dick. Okay, good. But like, I, ha- I, ha- I, ha- I hate that. Like, I feel like we should put that on our taxes when someone flakes on your date. Like, imagine, you know, like, fellas and ladies, you know, you fucking trim, you get a haircut, best outfit, person doesn't show up, you get no sex. You should put that on your taxes. (laughs) Just that honk. Okay. My father wasn't in my life. No, that's not funny. I mean, I met my dad once, but it's a long story. He had sex on my bed, and I was like eight years old, and he left. And it, the, I'm not sad that he has sex on my like on the bed, but I'm sad because like my, I had like my favorite blankets, the Aladdin sheets, and they were all fucked up. You know, like fucking genie had like cum stain. It was just awful. Okay, <laughs> okay, you guys like cum? See, so immature. Come on. My dog burped in my face. I thought it was funny. I don't know. If I was a hitman, my catchphrase will be, I aim to please. Okay. Good night, guys. My name is Squat Demo. Peace. Demo Silva. Yay. Yay. And then yay. Please critique me. I need to get better. I want to be in Netflix or Hulu. Please help me out. (gasps) Well, you're so personable. Like, I couldn't tell if you were riffing or in written material even when you're like i'm doing new jokes i didn't even it, they didn't sound like jokes until that first punchline of do you do you or do you have a father which was great because you're so personable that you know it's hard to tell the line between when you're telling a joke and when you're talking which is kind of what we're after so that's like yay um the we hate we hate the police line does that have anything to do with the band or do you just mean I, I was trying to find a punchline for that. I was well, trying to. Well, like you followed it up with, "We both like rap," mm-hmm. but then I was like, "Oh, did he mean the band, the police, or the police, the police?" <laughs> so that might be like a punchline in there because you mentioned rap. So I was like, "Oh, there might be a thing." Okay. And then um, the ghetto Atlantis, obviously, that's incredible. The um, only thing about the sharks, and this is so stupid and deep, but the sharks are a gang in West Side Story. Never, um, I don't. I don't know. I've never seen the Wizard it's of a, Oz. It's a musical. It's a. It's a musical by. Uh, anyway, um, and it, so that wouldn't. That might not make sense for you to use. But it's I'll like it they're out. a gang and they are sharks and. If it's a white crowd, I'll try it out. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last thing I have is with the taxes, the and the white people they call it a write off. So it isn't put it on your taxes. It's a write off, on your taxes. Thank you, Pam. Because <laughs> that's just the technical term for it but it should be actually because you did spend all that money to mm-hmm. get like is it your job you know whatever i agree um ian has some comments Go yeah ahead. yeah i think the atlantis joke is really good you could even be like do they have like welfare services there where you get like seashells instead of like money <laughs> i think there, you could build like a whole world with that joke uh, but that was just the idea i had seashells ghetto atlantis 
Uh, more comments coming in from Brady. Again, it's the Atlantis thing, which is really just gold. But I keep thinking like of a movie or a film called Slums of Atlantis, maybe, or you know what I mean, like. Hmm. Any, anything else? Please help M- me, guys. Millionaire slums. Anything slum. help? Anything helps? Give me your ten cents, two cents. Millionaire slum shark. <laughs> I don't know. I just oh that that one. Slum shark millionaire. Uh, this might be a little controversial, but go for it. Since you said the Asians and why do Asians and blacks hate each other, you could be like, do they also hate each other in Ghetto Atlantis? Something like that. Hmm. Um, okay, uh, there's there's a callback around there. Let me see. <laughs> Ooh, what are what are Asian people hunt like dolphins? Maybe. Dolphins. Oh, and they're and Asians though. What the. F- Anything else, guys? Please help me out. You know, I'll, I'll give you some credits if I get on Netflix. Clap <laughs> <laughs> your hands wildly. All right, everybody. give it up for Pan, y'all. Him. Yay! Follow him on Instagram, T Silva. Yay! All right, that's how the joke workshop works. So there's a couple, there's a couple chairs inside that are open still, so people can sit. There's the right number of chairs for the right number of people, and put your hands together. Take notes. And pay attention to Ian Langlands. Yay! How are we? There's more people. Oh. Hello? Check, check, check. Okay. <laughs> There's more people outside than inside. That's great. No one will help me out. Um, I've been... Um, noticing a lot on social media of people are getting pregnant a lot lately um and people love to you know anybody loves to share their big life moments on social media i get it but the pregnancy one i don't think i get completely because if you really think about it is it that hard to get someone pregnant like i think there's people there's men here that have accidentally gotten people pregnant there's probably women here who've accidentally well pam you've accidentally gotten pregnant haven't you Right, yeah, I just exposed Pam. You know, it happens, so I don't understand why we got to celebrate that, you know, because there's so much time between the getting pregnant and the giving birth. That's nine months. That's nine months of not aborting the child and not dying and not, like, drinking it to death. You know what I mean? I feel like we got to wait for the celebratory praise until the baby is born because we got to make sure that the baby, first of all, doesn't have any birth defects because, you know, the impressive part is having the baby. What was I going to say uh, besides just sounding like an asshole? Uh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Everybody, every, whip it out, whipping it out. For those that are listening at home, I'm whipping it out <laughs> by the request of Brady. Um, yeah. Anyway, I don't get it, the posting of the child of the pregnancy and also also like people are like we're pregnant where did that come from the we i don't see how the man has any part to do with the pregnancy part like he did little to no percent of the work um just like coming i feel like that's the easiest part and therefore he shouldn't be able to be like we are what is even where did that come from where did we we're pregnant is that like a like a supposed to be like a like a you know, like a feminist thing? Because it can't be because it's like the dude is taking credit for it. Anyway, I'm rambling now. 
Um, yeah. And then people have the kid, and I'm, like, so tired of, honestly, I'm so tired of also seeing the pictures of the baby, too, because the baby's never that cute. And, like, I don't say, I don't wa- know why we as a society have to, like, care about how cute your baby and your dog are. Those are the two things I never understood. Why do we have to care about those two things? Um, <laughs> I There's always that time when you're, like, walking in the park or something, and, like, a dog comes up to you, and you have to, like, pretend, like, oh, this dog's fun, blah, 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 but you really are just like, get this fucking dog away from me, and we just have to, uh, fuck, dude, I totally had a whole thing. This is what happens when I don't bring the joke book. Um, wait, can somebody give me a topic, and then I'll just talk about that until the horn goes? Pickles? <laughs> <laughs> well, the horn went. Oh, yeah, her last name is Pickles, that's funny. Pickles, uh, that, was like, that was like the suggestion of like a second grader. Pickles, uh, you know, pickles is, uh, you know, uh, the food is interesting. It's, uh, it's pretty funny for a name, I'll be honest, but it's cool, it's unique. What, what, what is the origin of that name? What is it? It's fake? Oh, okay, well, there we go. What do you mean it's fake? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, okay, 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 okay. And there's no, that was just a random word she chose. Uh, what's your real last name? Oh, we're not allowed to know? Is that the thing? Uh, oh, okay. Oh, uh, exposed. Okay. Okay, I, I, I'm just going to end this here. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Okay, bye. Ian Langlands, everyone. Ian Langlands. The one and only. Hey, he hey he ripped at the end. He used his time. That's good. That was that was great. Um, I was like, I'm not gonna bring my work. joke book. You know how 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 brave of you to do stillborn jokes. <laughs> uh, no, um, have you had a pregnancy scare? No. So, cause I was wondering like how the premise related to you, cause you're mm. like on the outside of it, looking in, but. I still want to know your, I want to know your opinion as an outsider. Like, right. I'm never gonna have a kid, or how stupid, blah blah blah, or I yeah. t- poke holes in condoms. I don't know. Just I okay. wanted to know like what your, I okay. shoot blanks. I don't care. Whatever. I wanted to know okay. what your relationship to it was. Yeah. Because otherwise you're just sort of being a pundit. Yeah. And I want to see your perspective. Um, I liked when you got into the whole that whole feminist thing when you said. The guy did very little. He just had to come and like he liked the work. <laughs> Women yeah, have to be yeah. pregnant for nine yeah, months and it yeah. sucks, right? Yeah. And they, uh, they're like, "That was fun. I really enjoyed that." Yeah. It's um, and then watch out for the word "like." Yeah. That's it. That, those are my notes today. Um, other comments. I love the fact that you. Oh, that was way too close. I love the fact that you riffed. You know, uh, I think like because you're new in comedy, I think riffing is kind of a way to like really figure out who you are yeah. as a person on stage. I look to see more of it. Yeah. And also, I'm um, like, yeah, I love how you went down the route too, but just also, you're a white dude. Never ask a brown girl what her real last name is. <laughs> I was curious. I don't see the rule. I don't like that rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the white boy's telling her how to feel, so that's good. Thanks for mansplaining that. That was her line too. I'm glad I got a laugh. Uh, Pickles has comments. You know Bill Burr? Oh, oh, I wish. I wish. Yeah, so you know how he comes across kind of angry? I feel yeah. like you're 
your material since you're talking about stuff you don't like. Yeah. So it would be good if you had some, like, anger in anger it. Anger in it? it. You know what I mean? Mm, just yeah. a little bit. Am I a little too innocent for the joke? Is no, the I just... <laughs> <laughs> well, it just, we don't, we want a perspective. Like, any yeah, perspective. Because yeah, 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 yeah. right now it's like... Where are you coming? Are you angry that people are having? And you say you're angry, but then you're like, okay. But why are you, like, what is it inside yourself where Mm -hmm. you're like, fuck babies? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I I get too talky. I get too like TED Talk kind of like. Maybe maybe you could be like, I I try so hard not to get my girlfriend pregnant while you're celebrating that my that my accident. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just whatever your perspective is. Got it. Take it. Is there any other comments? Clap your hands together, everybody, for Ian Langlands. Yay! All right. I do believe in angels. Your next comedian comes all the way from far away. A lot of comedians actually came from far away today. So thanks for doing that. And right now, everybody, pay attention and take notes and clap your hands wildly together for Christina Pickles. Yay! <laughs> I don't believe you. It's fine. Um, so my name's Christina, and my childhood wasn't called normal. And I know what you're thinking. Here's another hipster bitch thinking that she's different from all the other girls, right? But bear with me. I swear on my superior taste in music that this story is about to get wild. <laughs> now, everybody and everybody says they're crazy ex is a crazy bitch, right? My dad gets the gold in Crazy X is because, well, let's just say this is a story about my mother. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I was raised by a schizophrenic mother with daddy issues. God bless her. Yeah, true story. Now, some of you are normal and might not know what schizophrenia is. Well, let me tell you, without coming across as a low-budget TED Talk, you know that homeless guy at the street corner in every liberal city? Yeah, well, give that guy a vagina and an obscene Disney fetish, and that's my mother. (laughs) That's schizophrenia, my friend. The only difference between that guy and my mom is that they like to yell on the street corner. My mom likes to yell while making us Ling Ling pot stickers, and I'm trying to watch Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. My upbringing gave me more issues than the royal family and more PTSD than a Capitol Hill senator that was traced by a Trump zombie. I like to say my mother might have been born insane, but I was raised insane. Because what's the purpose of a parent, right? To teach you about the world? But what happens when your mother doesn't know about the real world? They make shit up. What What God didn't give my mother insanity, he gave her in storytelling. For example, like we all hate the dentist, right? Like we all hate the dentist? Yeah, okay. Well, I was fucking mortified by the dentist, like not to be a one-upper, because... (laughs) But I am, no, I was scared, you know, because I didn't want, I didn't know what to expect, but my little 10 years old self uh, was in the car going to the dentist, and my mother decides to tell me, be careful, Mr. 
or I should say doctor. They like to pretend to be doctors, right? <laughs> Dr. Gonzalo might put a chip in your tooth. And not like I chip my tooth, like might put a computer chip in my tooth. And I was like, because I'm 10, and you know, yeah, I was a 90s baby. I asked my mom, mom, what's a chip? She looked me dead in the face and said, I don't know. <laughs> so I'm sitting in the dentist chair, just sitting there, and I have no fucking idea what a chip is, and I'm just looking at this man like he's that clown from Saw. Yeah, no, thanks. Great parenting, mom. Amazing, amazing fucking parenting. All right. I'm also, she left me with an insecurity. Like, I'm very insecure about how many times the police have been called on me. Like, raise your hand if the police have been called on you one time. Two times. Three times. Four times. Dude, five times? Okay, I win. <laughs> Only four of those was related to my mother. But <laughs> the other one's a story for another day. Let's just say I didn't get caught stealing a plane. But uh, no, I, uh, I, I dress this way because I got to look really innocent a lot of the time. Yeah, no. Uh, the last time my mom called the police on me was to report that an overweight girl tried to kill her and steal her lemon bars. Yeah, in the same sentence, like, hello, police. She tried to kill me and you know, stole my lemon bars. I didn't know to be more offended that my mom just called me fat or called the police. <laughs> <laughs> Let me leave you with this. Let me leave you with this. Uh, you should stay away from crazy, crazy bitches like Melania stays away from Trump. But if you need some WAP, and, or at least if crazy WAP is all you could get, get laid, but give yourself a present and wrap it up real good. <laughs> all right, there it is. What can I say? Christina Pickles, yay. Okay. Um, obscene Disney fetish is a really funny line. There, there was a lot of really good stuff in there. You're, when you're not looking at your phone, it's great. When you were looking at your phone, like we can tell you're reading off your phone. Yeah. So it loses a little bit of like, also because when you're reading it and it's not coming naturally out of your mouth, like you're going so fast that sometimes it's hard for us to know what you're saying because like you're not thinking through your thoughts. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, but it's just about memorization. And I know memorizing is really hard, and this is all new stuff, and you, I've never heard you say this before, so I totally yeah. understand that. Um, but you had really good punchlines in there. The four times were my mom. That's a great punchline. It's just a matter of sticking it at the end whenever you want to wait for it. Um, and the same thing, get to the chip faster. That's really funny. That Not at, like the chip in the tooth. Like, what? You know, that's, that's good stuff because it's specific about why she's insane. Or whatever. I'm not trying to put pejorative terms. No, she's in um, <laughs> But, yeah, um, the only other thing, technically, you've got to get that mic closer to your mouth. All right. And, um, and then the only other, like, tip or thing I would say is if there's – because you said obscene Disney fetish. I, I mean, that gives you – you said watching that one show, which I know is a Disney show. But maybe, like, have her 
string together some Disney songs that don't make sense or like scream at you like Ursula the Sea Witch or some sort of like Disney thing like I'm gonna put one of my fucking tentacles in your mouth to shut your ass up or whatever <laughs> sing it su- sang like Ursula or something yeah. um, but good stuff great writing you're, I can tell you're writing that's good that's great Christina, hilarious. I think the chip joke, as soon as you said it, I knew. Maybe it's because I have schizophrenics in my family, too. But um, I was was thinking it would be funny if you were just like, she told me to look out for putting a chip in my tooth and just get to it faster, like Pam said. And then also it could be like she didn't have to explain it because you already knew. She was talking about a microchip and not like a, you know, crack piece off your tooth. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I liked that joke a lot, too. Like, I think it's really funny. Like, I th- I think you need to give some, like, more examples. Like, animate a bit more. Yeah. Like, how your mom is schizophrenic. Like, when you were talking about how, you know, she's making pot stickers and you're watching Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, like, and she's good. like, oh, the pot stickers are talking about high school. What's going on? They have nothing to complain about. Or, like, yeah. it's not going to last very long or something like that. Okay. Like, really marry those ideas. I think there's a lot of opportunity there. Oh. Um, and, like, examples or, like, advice from my schizophrenic mom. Right, like you could do like a whole, like there's so much potential there. And like the chips thing, the only thing I was thinking about was like potato chips are stuck in your teeth. Like (laughs) I think that's just like a little easy, kind of like obvious laugh for the audience when they're thinking about like what could she be meaning as a chip? And you're like, mom, Doritos? And she's like, no. Like you can, definitely a lot to work on there. Keep writing, but really good stuff. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. One more comment. I really like the, the, the dentist pretending to be a doctor, I think that can be like its own thing. And I would like to see like more examples of that. Uh, I thought that was really funny and I just wanted to say that. Oh, awesome. That was a risk. Clap your hands together, everybody. For Christina Pickles, yay! (laughs) All right, that's how the joke workshop works. Good, there's, um, it looks like there's still one Share if people want to come in from the outside in the cold. Don't forget to donate to Mutiny Radio. There's a, a bucket at the front, and you can always Venmo us at Mutiny Radio, all one word. It's a Burton Ernie logo. Don't ask. Uh, but that's <laughs> that's what that's what our Venmo is. But please, please uh, give me some money. All right, your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Hunter Uniac. breakdown right now because you're about to see a fucking mental breakdown so my brother joined a cult (laughs) fuck you I'm not joking he joined a fucking cult he joined a cult the this is like you know I found out it's a cult Fox News Fox News I don't trust Fox News I'm from San Francisco but Fox News did a fucking expose on them they are a Judeo-Christian for sect of Catholicism. When Fox News says a Judeo, when Fox News says like, when Fox News says Christianity is a cult, guess what? It's a fucking cult. <laughs> All right. Here's the worst part. You know, a priest DM'd my brother. <laughs> he is a 21-year-old buxom lass in the prime of his youth. Youth and a priest DM'd him. That's the warning sign number two of it being a fucking cult. Also, you know what happened? Like, I own a house, okay? He lives upstairs of me. 
I let him live rent-free, all right? The priest came over in the middle of the night. Black priest. That's not a fucking funny part. I'm getting racial here. Black priest comes over. When a black, when, when anybody black comes over to your house at midnight, that's a fucking warning sign. I'm getting canceled tonight. I don't give a shit. I need to stop. I need to lower my voice. Like I'm actually having a fucking mental breakdown right now. I am. He gave up his life savings for this cult. He moved out in 24 fucking hours. Now it's getting real, isn't it, people? Yeah, yeah. You guys were laughing at first. Now it's therapy right now. There's a fucking famous phrase. Comics are too poor to afford therapy. This is my therapy right now. I don't give a shit if I'm making you laugh. I actually really do give a shit if I'm making you laugh. Um, but, yeah, he joined a cult. I got he, he was baptized yesterday. That's not the funny part, Mark Neuer, but I'll take it. Thank you. He got baptized yesterday. Dude, like, I've always said it takes a, bre- a special breed of fucking stupid to join a cult. Like, uh, I know it's a not a politically correct term, but you're fucking retarded if you join a fucking cult. Also, I've never seen a retard being in a fucking cult. <laughs> you know, I've never seen somebody with Down syndrome being like, hey, welcome to, I don't know. Whatever, like, name, name a cult. I don't fucking know. You get the point. You know what I found out recently? Because he's part of this cult, he doesn't believe in dinosaurs anymore. He doesn't believe in dinosaurs anymore. And that's the worst part. Retards fucking love dinosaurs. <laughs> they do. So even retarded people are like, yeah, that's retarded. Yeah, you need to let me, Pam. I, I'm having a fucking breakdown. I don't care. This is crazy. He gave up his life savings. He was a college athlete going a D2 scholarship. He's like, yeah. I, I didn't care when he turned vegan. And now he's part of a fucking cult. All right. Somebody cancel me. I don't know where this is going, but I want to listen to a joke because if not, I lost my baby brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I needed. All right. Everybody boo me and my little brother. Everybody, Hunter Uniac. Hunter Uniac, anger's your secret weapon. You know, it's great. Your delivery is really funny. I think yeah. everything's great except you probably don't have to mention the color of the priest. I, I mean, it's just sort of like oh, you yeah. did. Yeah, you do. You, you kind of <laughs> doubled down on all of the tropes, so it was like, I, I mean, it's like, uh, but I just don't think. I mean, it depends what you. It's a. It's the same thing I said with Mark. What do you want to elicit from your audience? Like I I know Pip I didn't care so, about the but audience. It's but it's fine. But you can say. But but I respect I respect your right to say anything you want because it's your set. But um you know. Oh I I knew like I just, I knew it was a bad thing to say but I don't <laughs> care right now I'm sorry. Uh I will be in Pacifica if you want to see me get more racial. <laughs> <laughs> no that's the worst thing to say. Other, my, okay yeah dude hey so check it out uh dude hey. You're, uh, what are you doing? Hey, your, um, your delivery on that fucking my brother got baptized yesterday was hilarious. I don't know how you did it. That was like, the way you flipped that was like spectacular and magical. I do think you have to talk about how the priest was black and showed up at your house at midnight because that is a sign. I don't know what kind of sign it is, but that's not the right. Any religious black dude showing up at my house at midnight, I'm locking my doors. I'm sorry. It's not happening. Not, I'm sorry. You got to come at fucking 12 noon like the goddamn Jehovah's Witnesses. You know, so... <laughs> God bless you. That was hilarious. And uh, fucking enjoy your, your, ha- your cancel hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, Hunter, I told you not to under-deliver, and you did not under-deliver. So, well done. Thank you, Pete. Good breakdown. <laughs> yes, solid, solid breakdown, Hunter. Um, your energy Why is are you applauding my mental health right now? <laughs> I'm sorry. We support it. No, you just have such good energy. Like, that's the funny thing about this is you just came on with that same – like, you can't not pay attention to you in a mental breakdown, and it's still funny. So, bless your energy. Um yeah, I think as Pam was saying, like you can mention retard and like have it serve a point. Um, have it serve a point. You made one punchline off of it with the dinosaur thing, but if it's going right. to be in there, have it serve a purpose or pick a different word. No, I think there's more, yeah. And then the one tie-in I saw that you could definitely make, like you mentioned your brother was already vegan. So this is the second cult that he's joined. Yeah, right. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, you can definitely do a lot more with that vegan bit, but work on it, dude. That's good life material. You got it. Yeah, yeah, w with with the vegan part, I, I, I was even thinking like 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 fuck, I should have known when he turned vegan, he was going down this right, route or something yeah, like that. Yeah. That could be good. And then also with the priest part, like the funniest part about that is that he came in the middle of the night. So yeah. I think you could even be like, I thought he was getting like a like a priest themed escort in the middle of the night. Little did I know he was joining a fucking cult. I think that could be good too. Cause I just yeah. thought it was funny to be like, he came in the middle of the night, and I was like, what? Like what kind of fucking? Uh, that's only for like exorcisms or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, you know? Something you know, something yeah. weird is There's going down. There's either an exorcism or an escort going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a male stripper thing. He yeah, takes yeah, off yeah, his robes. Oh, yeah, look at that. All right, one thing. Uh, sorry for your loss. And, um, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, this, this is fresh. I'm emotional, but thank you. Please. Okay. And um, you, uh, I love the, the I, <laughs> I, I love the special ed because I was in special ed, so you, yeah. you, you hit it right. So it was funny. Yeah, okay. You fucking killed it. Okay. One, and another thing is, um, did you guys remember that, that, that movie or the show, Land of the Lost? The no. Dinosaurs? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say, me and my brother used to watch Land of the Lost. Now he lost his mind. He doesn't believe in dinosaurs or something yeah, like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a punchline. And then when the priest DMs your brother, you should re pretend like you read the message. Like, oh, I, I love the way you get on your knees and pray to Je uh, whatever, Jesus or yeah. whatever. <laughs> Hail Satan, whatever. You know, you can mix it around. Uh, and then when you say your br the, the priest went to your house, I don't, you could say, like, I don't know if the priest is coming over to fuck my brother or he's coming to fuck me over. I'm scared or something like that. Yeah. There's, there's something there. And I want you to, like, pretend to be the black priest. I want you to you, – you don't have to be, like – you don't have to be, like, a stereotype black dude priest. You could be like, hey, my son, you know, I wanted to hear oh, something. He, yeah, he, he doesn't speak in a bonnet story. I think. He, he, okay. Yeah, okay. He, he's, he's okay. that's not the right thing to say right now. I'll okay, no, it's okay. Whatever, yeah. whatever. There's the hashtag. What was I going to say? <laughs> brother. Grinding it on his knee, black hole. Yeah, I think that's all I got, man. Uh, sorry for your loss. Thank yeah. You. Can I? Can I just before you kick me off stage? Can I just say one thing? Yeah. God yeah. is no. dead, and we killed him. Yeah. Just, just one more thing. Uh, yeah, I think what Timo uh, was actually saying to you, Hunter, uh, was that uh, I, I think he kind of mentioned it was was kind of like make your brother gay as well, because if you're gonna talk about black dudes, retards, you might as well throw gays in there too, Why not? and Hell just. Yeah. Squared away properly. Everything God bless you. Great set. Yeah, say God accepts everybody. <laughs> Clap your hands together, everybody, All for right, Hunter Union. Yay. That's how the joke Woo. workshop works. All right. Uh, remember, there's there's eight. There's eight chairs. That's the right amount of chairs. Um, take notes. Pay attention. Don't Don't take anything across the threshold. Don't forget about that. Uh, donate to Mutiny Radio, all those things. Put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Brady Pearson! Yay! 
Hey, everybody. How you doing? Can you hear me all right? Thank you, Hunter, for that emotional moment. I really appreciate it. I feel so edified. And there's nothing like throwing a faggot at everything. You know, that's great. <laughs> that's what I always think, too. That's great. Just throw a faggot at it. You know, I've been so excited, you know, coming out of lockdown. I've been so fucking horny, so crazy, you know, and I'm, I'm wondering how I am. I've been feeling a little bit down, you know, like like I need some, something for my health. Like I feel like I've been really low on vitamin D, you know. You know what I'm talking about, don't you, ladies, D? No, we're not talking D, vitamin D, the dick, right? I have not had any D in so long. I am. I am just scared, man. I mean, I, there's been no sunlight on my face, and I still feel like I need to pop some D, right? I'm looking so forward to getting out after, after lockdown and being like, oh, my God, I'm going to get some of that vitamin D right now. I'm scared for the person that I go out with. I'm scared that I'm going to suck the skin right off that dick. <laughs> Holy shit. Ow! Please don't be like that. You know, um, and, um, you know, I've been... I've had way too much time to um, fantasize, and um, I came up with this new idea. Since you all know that Star Trek has been such a big deal recently, right? Like, um, So I have these crazy fantasies. This is my fantasy. You guys ready? I've come up with my own gay Star Trek show, and it's called Out There. And it follows the journeys of the, of the GSS Fabulous to boldly blow where no fag has blown before. Starring Captain Christian Faggot. Christian Faggot, yes. Commander Girl. And there's in, yeah, Commander Girl. See, yeah, see, this is when you this is when you do new material, people. This is what happens to you. So you got to be careful. Uh, there it is. Okay. Uh -huh. Yes. Sorry, guys. There we go. Yes, and you have a Lieutenant uh -uh on communications. Followed by um, Ensign Sis, she's on tactical, and Lieutenant Queen, the pilot. And the first episode is called First Stop, Uranus. Captain. Yes, girl? What is that? Is that an anomaly? It's a big, it's, it's a big black hole. I think we should go investigate it. What do you think, girl? Uh-uh. What do you think? I don't know. Uh-uh. Get it. Girl. What is that? Faggot, I'm not sure. I think it's a, it's a big black hole. I think we should go deep, deep and investigate. Plunge deep in there. No, no, no. Wait. That's, that's, not, a, that's not a black hole, Captain. It's, it's a glory hole. What is that? Is that, a, is that a space snake coming out of it? Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. We're These are the fantasies that I have. There will be more um, coming later. And that's really about my new material. Oh, wait, well, I'll do one more just because. So, you know, when I was, before I was this beautiful faggot that you see before me today, <laughs> the one with the rainbow shoes just before, you know, um, I wasn't this beautiful. When I was 16, I used to fantasize about the fag I could be, the fag that I would become. And I'd go to, and I'd fantasize I'd go to this all-boys camp where we would play with balls all day long, you know take really long showers together and make sure everything was super clean. And at the end of the day, we would sit in the sun, the sun on our faces, and we'd gather in the mess hall and we would sing the Camp Put It In Me theme song. Would y'all like to hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, 
<coughs> oh, I love you, put it in me, put it in me every day. I love you, put it in me, put it in me all the way. On your shores, put it in me, I am yours. Put it in me, put it in me every day. Every day. Thank you, everyone. Brady Pearson, everyone. Brady Pearson. Trying yes. to do some new material. New material. Awesome. Um, I love your new material, and I think you just have to take more time with it Yep. Um, once you have it memorized, too. But I feel like each character should have, like, a pose that they do that's specific okay. so that, like, maybe the captain is, like, you know how on Star Trek The Next Generation, like, every time oh, yeah. Riker does anything, he puts his leg like up on something and he like mm -hmm. shows his dick and balls to your face. Um, yep. You could do something like that and like use the architecture of your stool or whatever. And you could have like, you could do like a, you know, like a girly pose or like a thing. And so that each character has its own pose for when you're going between, cause it'll just add another layer of humor. If yes. you're like this and this and doing like the lines and stuff. Um, but I love the, the concept of that. I think has many, many legs. Um, Great. I would hold the D until after you've talked about sunshine. Let people think uh, that you're talking about vitamin D for a long time, like let it go like, and then you're like, you think I'm talking about sunshine? And there's actually a callback you can do when you're, at can't put it in me, and you say that you're sitting in the sunshine. Uh, you can say, um, I was by the shores of the lake getting D all over my, vitamin uh, yeah. D all over my face. So you can bring yeah. it back in your song at the end if you want. I like that. Yeah, but good stuff. Brady, I like that. I think that if you're gonna make it gay Star Trek, you should just come up come up with a name. Uh, I mean, maybe I missed it, but just yeah. like gay track yeah, or something like that. And then every mm -hmm. time they talk, it's like I like how it was like instead of like over, they're like girl. <laughs> well, that's yeah, that that's gonna be more of the joke for sure. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, good girl. A really quick note, and I feel like I may have heard you do this before, but you repeated, like, put it in me every day. Oh, twice, right? Right, and then you could definitely do, put it in me every way. Like, just, just you know, mix it up a little bit. Leave them with a little something different. But okay. that was all I thought of. It's great. So I love that song. Record it for me. All right, thank you, guys. Put your hands together, everybody. Brady Pearson, yay! You can take Hey, everybody. That's how the Joke Workshop works. Yay. Uh, we are <laughs> less than halfway through this list. So we're going to do comments for the next three people, and then I'm just going to op open it up for regular sets uh, after that. And you won't get comments, but you'll still get time to perform, and that'll be great. Um, remember, we, we're fine right now with eight people inside. That's great. There's eight chairs, enough for eight people. And uh, make sure you keep your masks on and if all for safety and all that fun stuff. And don't forget to donate to Mutiny Radio. Yay. Put your hands together for your next comedian, Shelby Wilson. Yay. I wanted to take my time because I'm a huge ABBA fan. Thank you, Pam. For the interludes tonight, I'm alive inside. I love listening to ABBA when I'm really hungover. I love it because it just reminds me, of, first off, it's the chants of my people. 
um, white Swedish disco people. That's where I've, that's where I hail from. And I love just being like so dead on the outside. Like my lifeless skin tone is extra lifeless, but inside my head there's like swirling, sparkly Swedish disco people singing to me, gimme, 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 a man at the midnight. And I go pick up my ramen to heal my broken body. How are you guys? Yeah, we're doing all right. Okay, great. I have just a ton of new stuff, so bear with me. Um, I realized I'm not an adventurous person. I'm not. I was on a boat this past weekend, and I was unsettled. Like, I just didn't know what was going to happen, and I realized, I'm like, I haven't given anyone my emergency contact information. I'm a little concerned. Like, you moved to a new area, too, and I was driving. I had to drive to Fairfax. I didn't even really know where that was. It was like an hour outside of my normal radius, and I was concerned. Like, I kept thinking about, like, every exit was an excuse to turn around, and I didn't take it. I was deeply unsettled. I was like, what is the average income here? I feel unsafe. <laughs> Just white girl shit from growing up in Orange County. Um, I don't know. Is it weird talking about white privilege as a white person? No. I feel like it's unable to tan splaining. It doesn't quite feel right to me. I might get into it a little later. Um, I do kind of hate some of my friends, though, like some of my white friends who are like, oh my god, we're 26 and we did it. We bought a house. <laughs> like, that is so amazing. Have I ever told you how much I hate you? <laughs> no, not yet. Here's my chance. <laughs> I told you guys this shit is new. This is not great. Not great to start. I got friends buying houses. I have friends having babies. That's demeaning when you're in your 20s, right? Like, it's, it's hard having to say goodbye to friends. Uh-huh. Or having to Google, like, what bars allow babies? <laughs> that is a tough Google search. But also, too, it's, like, bullshit to me because it's, like, I've never... You're just going to let a baby into a bar? They're clearly underage. Card the fuck out of that baby. All right? They were just born. The birth certificate is somewhere nearby, probably. All right? Show me that. Prove to me when they were born. <laughs> I also think children should work. Children should work. Like, come on. At any age. Children should be allowed to work. They should be allowed to bring in an income, pay for the roof of their heads and their formula, their diapers, whatever it is. But also, just because I'm tired of, like, guys in ponytails and goatees being voice actors for toddlers... Can a real child just do it? Because it's creepy. Like, are those guys on a list somewhere? Because they ought to be. It's a really convincing voice to end up on screen and film. Like. <laughs> oh, what else do I have for you? I, um, naturally I'm a white girl, obviously, right? So I pay attention to zodiac signs, but I realize I don't need to understand space to judge you. Like, I don't need to study the stars. Like, your haircut is enough for me. Like, oh, you still have side bangs in 2021, girl? Yeah, you're a mess. It's not an Aquarius thing. You're a mess. You need to pull it together. Or like that guy who has like super slicked over gelled hair, like he used four fingers like <laughs> into like the gel jar to put it up. Like, ew, dude, stay away from me. I don't want to know where else you're going to immediately shove four fingers. All right, don't flirt with me, please. Oh, man. What else do I have to wrap this up? Potentially nothing. Uh-oh. No, I do. Um, have you guys ever noticed, like, have you noticed recently that Instagram's gotten really horny? Like, it's gotten really horny and porny, and I realized, I'm like, have people's stimulus check it checks just, like, not hit yet? Like, I thought you were doing really well. Then I realized, like, on OnlyFans, if they do too well, they won't qualify for a stimulus check. 
Like, there's a fine balance, babes, and I think you need to keep it on lock. All right, that's that's my newish stuff. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Pam. <laughs> Shelby Wilson! Yay! Uh, I really liked your Afro riffs at the top. Yes. And your four-finger joke at the end. All I didn't right. understand the very last thing you said. Like, I just, I think it was too fast, and I didn't, uh, about OnlyFans, I, I was confused. I was just like... Okay. She said OnlyFans. That's funny. Like I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know Topical. why or how. But um, and I, I really liked that joke about the house. But I feel like there's more to it in yeah. that. Where do you live in context? So every time you say something else okay. about one of these 26 year olds, I kind of want to hear where your perspective is in context. Like, okay. Oh, you just bought a house and you're 26. Yeah, I haven't done my dishes in three weeks or <laughs> whatever that means. Like. I live in a closet. I pay two hundred dollars a month to live in my room, my neighbor's closet, or whatever. However, the context of your world exists. Like, right. oh, you have a baby now. That's great. I can't can't keep a fish alive or whatever. <laughs> uh, Christina, yay! Uh, I really like the contrast between going to the bar like single then out with your girlfriend. Like, I really started <laughs> thinking about like how hard it would be to pick up guys uh-huh. uh, at a bar when my friend has a baby because the guys don't know. <laughs> Like who the baby belongs to, <laughs> and I feel like you could—I feel like you could build on that. You know what I mean? That is yeah, awesome. I love, I love right, that like idea. Because like if, if yeah. you bring a puppy that. anywhere, wh- yeah. someone's getting laid for that puppy. Yeah. And the same thing's got to be true for a baby. Like which whose baby is it? Who is the mother? <laughs> it's it's Maury. But then that's not fair. Why are guys with babies hot and girls with babies? People are like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> well, and it's—I mean, well, there's we—we're part of the patriarchy. It's okay. It's fine. Other other comments? Come no. All right. Clap your hands wildly, everybody. Shelby Wilson. Yay. Thanks, you guys. That's how the joke workshop works. Your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody. He's a new guy. New first time, I think, here at the joke workshop. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Brett Salazar. <laughs> Baggies, there's baggies in the thingy next to the, the jar. Yeah, there's baggies. There's plastic bags that you take and put over the, the thing, and then there you go. That's too bad. All right, sorry about that, guys. Figured it out. Uh, it's actually my second time. I came like a month ago. You guys were super nice, and so thanks again for for having me back. Really appreciate it. Um, so yeah, it's been a it's been a fucking weird year. But one good thing is, uh, is crime's been down, and so the cops can really focus on, you know, their passion, the thing that they were designed for, and that's, you know, giving out parking tickets. <laughs> and so, yeah, I know uh, it might be tough to tell, you know, especially because I just showered, but I actually live in a van. <laughs> and so I feel like my struggle with the police and parking tickets is like a special one. You know, I feel like it's a little cat and mouse game that we've been playing. Um, yeah, and uh, the one thing that's been really tough is, uh, is, is parking tickets. Because when you live in a van, parking tickets aren't quite like parking tickets. They feel more like mortgage payments. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you think mortgage payment, parking ticket, like the mortgage payment would be a lot worse. But if you don't pay a mortgage payment, like what happens? They, they foreclose on your house? Like who, who knows what that means? <laughs> but when you don't pay enough parking tickets, they just take your van away, you know? So that actually happened to me about last week. Last week I was walking around trying to find my van, or as I call it, my home. Uh, 
And all I found was a kind of piece of paper attached to the tree. And it kind of read like a ransom note, you know? It's like, we have your van. Meet us in the middle of the Tenderloin, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Come alone and no one gets hurt. So I went, to, I went to the impound lot. It was exactly what you'd expect, you know, barbed wire fence all over the place, uh, bulletproof glass, there's heroin needles, dead people on fire, you know, the Tenderloin. Uh, and so I go up, I go up uh, behind the counter and I, I kind of ask, I was like, hey, I'm kind of, you know, struggling a little bit. Is there anything you guys can do to help me out? Uh, and they're like, oh, yeah, actually, there's a, there's a discount we might be able to give you. Uh, they asked, are you homeless? And I was like, of course, you know. <laughs> At least as of a few hours ago. And so she's like, all right, great. You know, a lot of people will try and apply for this. We have a little bit of quality control. And so they took me to, like, a, a back parking lot. And they had, like, three, four wooden poles and, like, a tarp. And they're like, all right, all you got to do is set up this tent, and we can give you your van back. And so I'm, I'm really embarrassed to say it took me a full 20 minutes uh, before I gave up. And so I completely failed, and they still have my van. So if you guys have a place for me to stay tonight, uh, hit me up. <laughs> All right, thank you, guys. And then uh, I'll forfeit my uh, feedback time just so other people can get it. Is that okay? Clap your hands together, everyone, for Brett Salazar. All right, cool. Uh, thanks for thanks for being here, taking notes for everybody, paying attention, clapping, keeping your masks on, all that stuff. Once you're on stage, the point of the uh, point of the baggies is that you can take your mask off if you want to emote. Um, unless you don't feel comfortable, you should always do what you feel comfortable with. If you want to leave your masks on, that's great. If you you know, all of it, amen. Uh, but yeah, safety, blah 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 blah. And also, if you're considering being a comedian, bring your own microphone. That happens sometimes too. Cool. Don't forget to do donate to Mutiny Radio for the time and everything. Put your hands together for your next comedian. It's Sam Fisher. I've never been more torn about whether to take my mask off or not. There we go. You know, safety first. That's what I'm going to go for. It. Happy Monday, everybody. Oh, man. Um, you know, I feel like sharing an armrest with someone is kind of like flirting with someone that you hate <laughs> a little bit. Um, you know, and this happens way more in society than you think, you know, like movie theaters, airplanes, et cetera. And, it, and it, you can really be in it for the long haul. Like that's a shared experience for a while. And, and there's like a delicate codependent, let's say you're on an airplane, there's a delicate codependence that starts to happen there. So you wanna use that armrest wisely. You don't wanna, you wanna burn bridges too early because <laughs> you know, one of you is controlling the window one of you is controlling everyone's bathroom habits with their sleep. <laughs> and one of you is just a little bitch. And so, <laughs> and, and so you have to decide, like, was it not worth 13 more dollars to not be in the middle seat? Um, or can that $13 be just spent drinking until you forget that you're in the middle seat? This is, this is really, this is really the, the decision you have to make. And, you know, I mean, speaking of, of, of uh, drinking and transportation, which <laughs> is where we were, um, you know, I'm just going to come out and say it. I think drunk driving is bad. Um, you know, hot, t hot take, I know, <laughs> super hot take. Um, but I will admit, I have been pulled over for drunk driving three separate times, um, all, all dead sober, <laughs> all dead sober. Um, I, I got my license super late in life. Like, I, I grew up like kind of a heavy set asthmatic cello player, and I still lost my virginity before I got my driver's license. So that gives you <laughs> a sense of like how late in life this was. Um, 
So I think I've had a unique experience here. Like I've taken the drunk driving test three times sober. Like that's like I, I have some experience with this. And let me break it down how it goes because um, I got some advice for you. So, so you know, it's my f- picture. It's my first time, and I and I get pulled over. Um, my girlfriend at the time is laughing her fucking ass off in shotgun because she knows exactly what's happening. It was just just like I couldn't stay in the lane. Um, and so, <laughs> so the, so the cop comes over. He's like, all right, three steps, and you and you'll be out of here if you if you can pass them. First step, get out of the car. I was like, okay. I gotta see that one coming. I got this. This is pretty easy. Second step, and he and he and he winds up for this one. He's like, you need to touch your nose with your finger. And I was like, okay. And he's like, good. I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be great. I got this. And then the third one, and you probably heard this one before. He's like, all right, now say the alphabet backwards. I was like, great. Okay. <laughs> and and you stop and you're like, do I have this? Like, can I actually do this? And so you, I just I just don't even think about. It. I just go for it. You know, you got Z, and you're just kind of off. And so I'm just going, and then I get to Elemento, and I was like, fuck. I think when we all learned the ABCs, we learned Elemento as like a single unit of the alphabet. <laughs> and so, I mean, like, I don't even think a grad student on study drugs can do that backwards <laughs> reliably. And so I kind of stop, and I just go, um. <laughs> and the cop looks at me, he's like, you know, man, that's actually when I get stuck, so you're good. <laughs> So it turns out that getting out of a DUI is not that hard. You just need to be better at the drunk driving test than a sober cop. <laughs> the bar is not that high. Um, uh, any baseball fans? No, obviously. Never, never, never are. Never are. Ba- baseball, I, I loved baseball back when pe- other people loved baseball, like when I was a kid. Um, it, was, it was my favorite sport growing up. I played it every day after school at like 3 p.m. because that was too early for my parents to start parenting me again. Um, so it was at baseball practice. Um, and uh, and it's really started to lose me as a fan, um, you know. And I feel like maybe it's just because baseball is kind of a like boring bullshit sport a little bit, like. And and you know, I I think it's maybe not the hottest take ever either. But I also think that there's like a very clear thing you can point to as to why that's the case, and it's because baseball is so boring that there's a that they have a theme song that explains what you should be doing at the game. <laughs> no other sport has a theme song that explains why you should be having fun at the game. And it doesn't do a great job either, right? It's like, take me out to the ball game. It's like, we're here already, pretty <laughs> tired. Take me out to the crowd. It's like, not too different from the last line, but okay. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. What a good set of snacks to pick. <laughs> what an enticing set of snacks to pick for the game. Peanuts and Cracker Jacks. No churros or garlic fries? No, got to be peanuts and Cracker Jacks? All right. Um, I don't care if I ever come back. <laughs> It's like, what? <laughs> you want them to come back, I think. Um, and then, you know, you root for the home team and you're mad if they don't win. It's like, all right, one for four. That's a reasonable line. I got, okay. And then one, two, three strikes and you're out at the old ballgame. So now they're explaining the literal rules of baseball. Now, I'm going to stop there. This happens in the seventh inning. So for those of you who don't know, th- the game's pretty much over. So, so who is, what is this song written for? Is this for someone who sat through three hours of baseball, survived it, and still has no idea what the fuck is going on in the game that they need to have the, ru- the most basic part of the rules explained. I don't know. I, I think it's a sign of why baseball is bad, but I also think it's fun to think about what this would look like if they did it with other kind of equally bullshit boring sports. Like, imagine if they did this with, 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 with tennis. Um, so I think it probably goes something like this. Be really quiet when they're playing. Look where the ball goes next. Pretend like the sounds that they're making. Don't make it seem like they're having sex. (laughs) All right, that's my time, guys. Thank you. Sam Fisher, everyone. Sam Fisher.
comments from people. I would say like the number one comment would be slow down. Like I couldn't, there were some things that, I mean your diction's pretty good, but you were, re you were real, you were real fast. Uh, and just for, just for people who are new, when you hear the horn, that means you have a minute. Mm. So you ran the light by a minute and a half, just oh, so sorry. you know what timing is. It's fine, it's fine, it's no big deal. Um, grad student on study drugs is a great line. Um, and it said, slow down. And you had no ums or ahs. Like, you, you were speaking incredibly fast, and yet you didn't really have a lot of filler words. So that was, that was really good. Yeah, I just have um, something maybe to think about, like, exploring a little bit more of. I love the idea of, like, where you are in the airplane aisle. Mm -hmm. Like, and those different roles. It would be really fun to explore if you picked one and why. Like, what uh. is your chosen seat choice? Like, are you an aisle person because you like the power? Like, uh, what like is that. it? Like, there's yeah. a lot you can do with that. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So explore that one. But otherwise, really good, dude. Thank you. Other comments? Is that it? Everybody, Sam Fisher! Yay! Yay, and then yay! All right. Uh, your next comedian. Keep it going, everybody. For let me see if I can read this last name. <laughs> Kevin Rakeman. If anyone's wrong, it's Pete. No worries. How are we all doing? Everyone good? That's great. <laughs> Happy to hear it. I, I don't get asked that enough. You know, just how are you? I usually get, uh, how tall are you? <laughs> you know, uh, nothing, nothing really wrong with that. You wouldn't go up to a stranger and just ask him how, how are they? You know, <laughs> usually don't care. <laughs> usually you just listen to your headphones and maybe look at see what's going on in the front of the muni. But <laughs> otherwise, you're not talking to anyone. Anyways, uh, a lot of people will, will ask me, obviously, a great number of things, but one thing they'll ask me is, I bet you hit your head a lot. <laughs> Here's the answer to that one. No, I fucking don't. <laughs> because I know how to duck. <laughs> but on the flip side of that, someone else hits their head, I don't give a shit. <laughs> just, just recently, I had a roommate, opens a cabinet, getting some dishes, forgets he opens the cabinet, just stands up, hits his head. I don't care. I, I, I stare at him as he kind of realizes slowly that no one cares. That's a moment I cherish. There, there's, a, there's a great number of things I get. Obviously, some of the more annoying ones are like, hey, how's the weather up there? It's like, oh, you got me that time, <laughs> sir. You and, you and your lovely family, you really tickled my fancy on that joke. Thank you. Uh, but... There's some downsides. The, the worst single one is the following question. Yo, you ball? <laughs> Not, do you play basketball? Because that, that's an easy one. No. But you ball, that, that's a question of my manhood. <laughs> and so, th so the correct answer for that one is, yes, I ball. <laughs> and here's the thing is I played volleyball. I played volleyball in college. I played volleyball in Portugal professionally for a year. So pretty happy about that. I don't share it, though. Because uh, it's not a well-respected sport uh, amongst <laughs> the vast majority of America for men. And I'm not necessarily trying to be a trailblazer. <laughs> but when someone asks me, yo, you ball? And they say, where at? I go ahead and say my exact career as if it was basketball. 
and I, I end up talking about how I am a defensive liability and that I could not make it in the 3 and D modern age of the NBA. <laughs> but my talents were well appreciated in Portugal where they just need a big man to throw it to and play like they used to. <laughs> but it's not all bad. There, there's a couple, couple types of people that I found are the best as far as interactions. Children, because they just have no clue what the hell is going on. <laughs> they, they don't even know that I'm tall, they just think I'm huge. <laughs> and then the parents have to corral them and be like, that's offensive, you can't call them huge. It's like, I'm kind of huge, it's fine. <laughs> Not necessarily like husky, but huge is fine. <laughs> Gay men, makes my day. <laughs> and the absolute best is a very, very specific one. Black women working for the TSA. <laughs> and here's why. Black women are just way more expressive emotionally. Uh, it just, it's just a fact. Uh, I don't have any sources on it, but it's a fact. <laughs> and people who work in TSA or broadly transit see everyone for five seconds and then never see them again for the rest of their lives. So they do not give a shit what they say to you or anyone. And so that, I find, is the most genuine, just wondrous reactions without any regard for that they said it out loud. <laughs> so with that, I'll uh, cede my time. You did exactly four minutes. Yay! Yay! Phenomenal. Does anyone have any comments? Sadly, I was not allowed. I wasn't paying attention because there were other things going on. And so I'm sorry. I wasn't. But I heard people laughing, so that means it must have been good. <laughs> I, was, um, I was paying attention, taking notes like a diligent student. Um, I just have like little things because overall that was like an awesome set. Um, I really want you to just walk on stage and before you say anything else, just tell us your height. Like just yeah, walk on yeah, stage yeah. and just like six, seven. Or, or play a game with it or do a crowd work. Be like, how tall do you think I am? <laughs> and yeah. ask people. Because uh, I mean, you'll get everything from seven, one to... 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, or 5'11 for like a confident guy in the back. He's like, yeah. same height as me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, there was one other thing. You mentioned you were not a trailblazer. You could be a skyscraper instead. Oh, that's good. Um, but, a, but a trailblazer is actually a, a team in Oregon. Is that oh, what you meant by shit. that? Yeah. Damn, I it's don't the Oregon, It's clearly. the Portland team. They're called the trailblazers. Definitely oh. wasn't going for that, but thank you. Whatever, dude. I'm blonde. I'll do whatever I want. Um, and then the other thing was you were mentioning um, like African-American TSA agents and like their comments on you. I need you to give us that reaction. Like I need you to give us some quotes of what they say to you when they see you, or um, MTA. Like throw a couple out there like, oh my God, like he's so tall. Like go for it. Like really have fun with it. Yeah. And that was it. Good job, dude. Thank you. All right, hold on, dude. Hold on, dude. You got a whole line of people who want to talk to you. <laughs> Put that condom back on there, pimpin'. <laughs> your I don't care, your repeating I don't care, hilarious. <laughs> so good, and God bless it. You're, you, you were just like, you hit them, and you were hitting them with it, and don't stop hitting them with that. That is uh, incredible. The tall shit is hilarious. Obviously, you're well-versed in the tall jokes. You you're doing great, dude. God bless you. You're so good. Uh, 
Your voice is identical to Pete Balmer's, so you might want to. <laughs> 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 you might you might want to work that out. Uh, I I heard your voice from outside. I was like, oh, Pete's on stage. Cool. And I walk, I just see this giant. So, but it, it was it was good. It was good though. I liked it. Yeah. Thank you. Other comments? All right, clap your hands wildly, you. everybody, for Kevin Rakeman. All right, and that that ends the comment portion of tonight. We're going to try to get through everybody's sets with four minutes. If we do and actually stick to four minutes, we can get everybody in who's here. Remember, there's eight chairs inside, so that's how many people can be inside. And keep your masks on. And once you're on stage, there's the little baggies up there, and there's also the donation bucket. Waka, waka, waka. The rent is expensive here. Woo! All right, put your hands together for your next comedian, Pete Ballmer. Oh, shit. Uh, hi, everyone thinks I'm really tall. I don't think I sound that much like Kevin. I think he could have fucking. There's a lot of voices that sound like other voices. Um, uh, Hunter was talking about Christianity earlier. Uh, when I was 16, I was also confirmed into the Church of Christianity. Probably a different sect than his brother. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, I went to church uh, at this, it was at the United Church of Christ, but we went to like a kind of new agey church in Seattle. So the requirements for getting confirmed were like very, very chill. You just kind of had to have like a conversation about your faith with your minister. Um, so I did this once and the conversation was like, we were talking about stuff and I was like, hey, you know, like I don't think that uh, God is like a man who's just like sitting on a cloud. And my minister was like, yeah, I don't think that either. And I was like, okay. Uh, I also don't think that even if there is a God, that God necessarily has an impact on our day-to-day -day lives. And he was like, I don't think that's necessarily true either. And I was like, I don't think you're doing your job very well right now. <laughs> like, shouldn't you be a little more Christian than me? <laughs> like, I, I, we shouldn't be seeing this eye to eye if you're believing as a career. So <laughs> I'm a member. I haven't, I haven't gone for a hot minute. Uh, I've kind of, I've just, I've forgotten all the Christian stuff. I don't remember anything. Um, I realized this recently because my roommate's Jewish. Shout out. Um, there's like five people here, so... <laughs> This is Sam. Uh, <laughs> my roommate's Jewish, and uh, he was throwing me, uh, we were talking about Christianity stuff once, and he was throwing some questions at me that I could not handle. Uh, we were talking about Noah's Ark, and he was like, so did Noah build the Ark himself? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> that would be really hard for a guy to do, huh? <laughs> I didn't remember, so I was like, I think God gave him the Ark. I think that <laughs> makes more sense to me. I looked it up later, and it turns out that God gave Noah the instructions on how to build the ark, which I think is still definitely a plot hole. Because it's like, first of all, Noah can't read. What the fuck would these... <laughs> he doesn't have tools. He doesn't have any paper. I don't know. Second of all, like, I can read. I have tools, and I still fuck up IKEA furniture all the time. So I don't buy it. I, um, I, I used to date a girl who was very into restaurants. Uh, one thing she taught me about was um, Yelp Elite. Does anybody know what Yelp Elite is? Okay, cool. I, not, I wouldn't expect. Um, so, it's, so Yelp Elite is um, in all the, like, the major cities in America, 
the people who leave the most Yelp reviews all get added, like the top 1% get added to this group called Yelp Elite. And they get all these like free discounted tickets to like fancy restaurants and events and stuff. Um, which I think is kind of funny because like originally capitalism, the vibe was like, all right, survival of the fittest. And now we've just switched over to like survival of the whiniest. <laughs> it's very dark. Originally the, the vibe was like, all right, you know, work hard, or sorry, start from scratch, work harder than everybody else, and never take no for an answer. <laughs> and now it's like, start from having rich parents, <laughs> work as hard as you want to, <laughs> and if somebody gives you no for an answer, you could just complain about it on the internet. <laughs> Typically, I'm not complaining about the system. I have rich parents. Um, I guess maybe if I was complaining a bit more, then I would be doing better than stand-up comedy in a pirate radio station, but... <laughs> It's not the world we live in. All right. Thank you, everybody. Pete Bomber, everyone. Yay. Kyle, did you hear my impression of Kevin at the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Right, sorry. But ben. this is a good. No, you don't get comments because it's we are out of oh, time that's right. for that. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I'm out. But, um, but the radio station is good. There's a huge audience like here. And there's like, I get like 10,000 downloads of this a, mo a week. So. Oh, okay. Good. No, I'm like, it's a pretty good radio. It's the only radio station left in San Francisco. Radio Valencia's gone. FCC free went bust. There's nobody left but me, so. Oh, no, I, no, I'm just saying. I'm, no, I'm just saying. We can all clap for Pam Benjamin if you want. And if, I know, I'm sorry. I, I hate to have to ask for it, but there's a donation jar up front because I have stayed alive because of the generosity of comedians like you. Put your hands together for your next comedian all the way from Sacramento. David Rodriguez. Yes, Rodriguez. Yay! <laughs> Like the musical chair, we can do some musical chairs after this. If you guys are down, I see a lot of huge supply. Uh, I'd be so down for that. I used to work at Sprouts, so Trader Joe's bags. That's really triggering me. Oh my God. <sighs> All right. I guess you guys are a fan of Trader Joe's. Uh, okay. Uh, I have some jokes. Uh, so in college, I have to answer some financial aid questions, and they ask for my parents' info, and that's the worst because I have to call them. I was like, hey, Dad, uh, can you send me your uh, W-2 form, please? He's like, you don't think about WD-40. Call your mom. <laughs> I'm like, no, Dad. I'm like, hey, Mom, uh, can you send me your income? Oh, mijo, you have the hiccups? I'm like, no, Mom, I didn't say I'd not. Mijo, to get rid of them, you need to scare yourself. Go look in the mirror. <laughs> I'm like, Mom, I freaking hate you. I'm never coming back home. She's like, well, I was talking about La Llorona. Now you're acting like La Llorona. My mom's mean, she bullies me. She puts Vicks on me when I don't want to. Um, yeah, so, how long am I gonna do this for? This one's new. Um, so my, uh, my, my babysitter, he was a professional spray painter. Uh, he made my birthday banner. Uh, Mark Norman, hey buddy. Yeah, my, my babysitter was a professional uh, spray painter. He made my birthday banner, but he kind of messed up. I told him the theme was uh, Marvel heroes, but he thought I said the marijuanos. <sighs> he showed up to the party. Uh, he brought the cake, but uh, he didn't bake it because he was baked. <sighs> I was dressed as Spider-Man. He brought the wrong Mary Jane. 
God, man. Uh, I asked what superhero he was. He said Jeepers Creepers. I'm like, what the fuck? During cake time, uh, my mom asked if, if he wanted a piece. And he's like, no, I already have one. <laughs> but I didn't know he smoked. Gracias, <laughs> señora. It's weird. Yeah, because peace, peace, yeah. Damn. Was, uh, not going to lie, I thought that said Fat Black when I first <laughs> was here. But Fat Black passing. I was like, oh, man, Big Black, rest in peace. Um, yeah, okay. Um, my girlfriend, uh, she broke up with me on my birthday, actually. Yeah, I know. Uh, I tried wishing for her back. I tried using my birthday wish, but it didn't work. Fuck. Like, Dios, please. My mom, after, she gave me my gift, and she was like, mijo, did you wish for the new Xbox? I was like, no, I wish for my old ex back. <laughs> oh, mijo, I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't see that one at GameStop. I was like, no, that's not what I meant. But, uh, yeah, she was like, she told somebody, like, hey, they old, uh, GameStop, they old Xbox? Man, my girlfriend, she actually, uh, my ex-girlfriend, she's from, she lives up the street from here, so every time I come here, I, uh, it's pretty sad, I'm not gonna lie. Um, she's probably hearing me right now, I don't know. This is on the radio, right, Pam? Yeah, that'd be weird. That'd be funny, though. Angela, please, um, I'm a different man. Um, it's sad I can't see you on Zoom class because you turn off your camera. I don't know why you do that, but... And then you ignore my, me my private messages that I send you. Like, fuck, man. And I'm the only one in the class with my face cam on. <laughs> I'm trying to get your attention. I'm trying to make eye contact with you, even though your screen's not on. <sighs> Damn. I tried, tried registering for the same classes as her. It didn't work out, man. But, uh, but yeah, I think that's my time. Um, please follow me on OnlyFans. My name is... <laughs> David Rodriguez, everyone. The sadness is palpable. Yay. Yes. And the laughter is. Oh, we don't, we don't do comments now because we, we're just running through it. Uh, because we want to get everybody in. And we, I think that we can. Your next comedian, put your hands together for Kyle Morrissey. Cool. Now it's just my real fans. Sweet. Um, good to be here. I, I, it's fine. I just like stage time. Stage time's good. Uh, I talk to a lot of people, and uh, you know, people. A lot of people say that they s they start comedy because they want to like get out of the rat race. But then once you start doing comedy, you realize like this is just an even bigger rat race. Except the rats here don't take showers, um, and the rats back at the office had cool puffy vests. So. Um, I mean, I'm I'm one to talk. I'm a bad. I'm not a good employee. I'm not. I'm not a. Can I touch this? Oh, comics do this. They like touch the back. <laughs> That's how they talk. I probably shouldn't touch anything right now. Um, I'm not though. I'm not a good employee. Uh, I, I I guess it's a generational thing. Um, because people say you know millennials were coddled too much. They didn't have to work for anything. You know, their parents never taught them the value of hard work. 
Which is probably true. So it's weird that like company culture nowadays is all about being a family. That's that's not a good dynamic. I don't know if you guys have like worked at a startup or just in a corporate environment. It's th- it's a big thing now where they're like, we just want you to feel like it's creepy, really. Like every boss I've had is like, we just want you to feel like we're your family. I'm like, all right, well then just give me the fucking money. <laughs> Why are you? Why are you making me do shit? I'm going through a hard time right now. Come on. I don't know. Maybe uh, I think it's good to have like a like a morning routine. Uh, you know, just to be more productive with your life. Uh, I just tried meditation for a little bit. That worked. I I liked I liked meditation. I did not have I I sleep it. I'm just I'm irresponsible, so I'm always kind of running late for work. Uh. And I was talking to another buddy of mine. He's like, you know, you, like uh, what I do f- just for efficiency is like my audiobooks and my podcast. I just listen to them on two x speed. I was like, I, I wonder if that would work for me. I, I wonder if I could do that with my guided meditation. Just listen to that on two x speed. That was very stressful. I ended up hyperventilating and almost passing out. It was just breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Relax, relax. Like <laughs> it was not relaxing at all. Uh. My, uh, weirdly enough, the best job I ever had was in a cemetery. <laughs> it's it, And people would ask me, like, isn't that creepy, like, being surrounded by dead people all day? I'm like, I like my coworkers way more than you like your, I guarantee it. You want to know how my Monday morning goes? Hey, Sung Kim, hi, it was a Korean cemetery. Hey, Sung Kim, how was your weekend? That's right, you're dead. All right, um. It was uh it was nice. And and the thing is, they're actually very very nice properties. Uh if you think about it, it makes sense. Like they're very well manicured and ep- up kept. They're very pretty, nice, peaceful properties. Um my my I really liked it. I worked at a very pretty cemetery called uh Golden Hill Estates in Colma. My girlfriend's uncle died recently. Uh not COVID because I'm lying. Uh but she died recently, and they live. They buried him in his backyard because he has this like beach estate thing, and went down there. And we're sta- we're looking at where he's buried. You know, it's along the beach, and we're standing there, and we're like having a moment. She's sobbing. She's she she looks at me. And she's like, "Isn't this the most beautiful place we could lay him to rest?" And I was like, "Well, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know about most. Have you ever heard of Golden Hill Estates? It's actually very very pretty. It's very pretty." Um, oof. Let's see. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So it's been a crazy year. I, you know, there's been a lot of social activism in the last year, uh, just because of like the police brutality and, um, you know, Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. And so, so reparations and, and inclusivity has been a really big thing lately. And it doesn't really seem like the government is doing a whole lot, but advertisers are like, we're on it. And that's a weird response to go from like ah th- look at this video police brutality to like let's give black people all the Toyota Corolla commercials. Um it is. It's and and I think it like like companies are are so worried about not looking just trying to compensate and be inclusive so much that they kind of like go over the line sometimes it looks kind of bad. I there's this Xfinity commercial I was watching where it was this this black dude uh, internet technician installing the internet in someone's home some very nice I was presumably white home, uh, just very, very suburban. 
and and the dude is on his hands and his knees, uh, and it just from optics it didn't look great. It's like ugh, it's just it, the imagery. You could have just they didn't need to do. They could have just kept it a white dude just on his hands and knees, and just show the black family behind him like, yeah, that's right, plug it in, bitch. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, bye. <laughs> Kyle Morrissey, everyone. All right, uh, looks like we're going to get through this list. Your next comedian, another one all the way out of Sacramento. Clap your hands together for Dane Nichols. You know, ABBA was the biggest business in uh, Sweden when they existed. Like, technically, like they were the largest uh, corporate entity in Sweden that no one gives a fuck. All right. Perfect. <laughs> uh, you guys ever hear that uh, Motley Crue song, Shout at the Devil? Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. Just with all the horrible, violent, you know, obscene lyrics and metal, you'd think that Motley Crue would come up with something better than shouting for the devil, right? Like a, a demon of biblical proportions, they're going to approach him verbally. I, I, I don't know about that. Are they going to try to take the devil to couples therapy, you know, work out their issues? Seems a little silly. <laughs> Foolish. Um, you all know what they say about men with big feet, right? Sasquatch. That's right. They're Sasquatches. Bigfoot. <laughs> do we get that one? Do we do we get the misdirect? <laughs> I had a, a group of friends in high school that would go on the, they were in this like cryptozoology uh, club, this like paranormal club. They would go on these Bigfoot hunts out in the woods and they would uh, invite me to come with, you know, and it, I don't think they really believed in it. It was just like a, like a little bonding experience, you know, and uh, you know, they would invite me to come along, but I would tell them, no way, I have an evidence-based view of reality. I wouldn't be caught dead looking for Bigfoot. And I really hope they believed me, because the truth is, I am terrified of what's going to happen when they find Bigfoot. <laughs> He's an apex predator. If you're not scared of Bigfoot, you haven't been reading the literature. <laughs> Bigfoot will... <laughs> I'm getting choked up just thinking about it. <laughs> I've lost a few friends to Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot will rip your dick off and feed it to your family. <laughs> Be warned. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I, uh, I moved to Sacramento recently from L.A., and uh, I was trying to figure out how to, how to meet new people, you know, and it's, it's COVID and everything. And, uh, I, you know, I'm not super into the whole online thing, so I figured maybe I'd go to a, a park and try to meet people. But uh, I realized the problem is if you see me, and, you know, the context you're given is that I'm in a park, you know, me plus a park. You're just going to think that I want to sell you drugs, you know? I feel like I have that look about me. The, you know, I approach people who are playing Frisbee, and I try to get in on it. And they're like, no, no, we don't, we don't need any of uh, whatever drug you've uh, made in your basement. You know, we do not, we do not need it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, let me tell you about the time that uh, my cousin Maria almost got canceled by the police, all right? Serious cancellation by the police, right? So she uh, sent in to, uh, 
Walgreens to get a bunch of pictures uh, made, like, you know, printed out or whatever, of uh, old signs from the Jim Crow era that say, like, you know, uh, no blacks, you know, whites only, stuff like that. And uh, the cops, so the cops, uh, the lady at Walgreens who had to, this poor lady who had to make these pictures for my cousin called the cops on her. And so the cops showed up to my cousin Maria's house when she was, <laughs> when she was little, and uh, and and my cousin, my other cousin was even younger, and he was crying, and uh, and it was just this big thing, and it, and uh, of course they needed to know why she had these pictures made, and um, it was for a school assignment on Jim Crow is is why she had these she had these pictures. But I'm just wondering, wh- I mean, so even if she was this, you know, little neo-Nazi eight-year-old what is the worst she could have done with these pictures was she gonna was she gonna try to bring jim crow back i don't think that would have gone anywhere you know even if you put up a sign that says whites only above a drinking fire who who would be the i mean actually if i were if i were uh, as much of a little bitch as i am and i was a little black kid i would probably be the one that's like oh i guess guess (laughs) jim crow i guess the (laughs) guess racism is back all right fuck (laughs) I, w- I just totally wouldn't stand up for myself. <laughs> uh, that's it for me. Jay Nichols, everyone. Your next comedian. He has a show here at Mutiny Radio every Friday from 4 to 6. It's called the JW Megawake Show. He's also the, uh, the originator of cheeky desk concerts that you can follow on Instagram and other places. Great live things. You can... Listen to his jokes right now. Put your hands together for J.W. Blunt. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while since I uh, since I did this. Yeah. This is my third comedy thing here at Muni. Thank you. I'm out here. Yeah, I'm trying to take a little break from the guitar. A little, uh, a little obsessed. <laughs> yeah, so uh, when I was uh, 24, so it was before I moved to the city, I worked in the city, and I got into office coffee. So I started um, selling coffee and, and, and water refreshments to these offices. And there's this one account that needed uh, some water jugs. So you know those machines that have that big, you know, five-gallon water jug on the top? So um, I actually, for one of these accounts, I went and I carried these jugs, these big five-gallon jugs on BART. So I had like three of them. And I'm just like trying to get on BART. And like it's so, it's like, it's fine if you're walking across the street, but I was like walking for a long time. I was sitting in a bar and I um, got so many compliments on my jugs. And I can't tell you how validating that was. I've never felt so validated in my life. <laughs> and so um, with, this, um, with this coffee company, they had this machine that you could put like these uh, PDF, like an image on the machine. And so we got this machine. It's not like rocket science or anything. It's just like a PDF. So I figured out how to like put a PDF on like a drive and putting it into this uh, coffee machine. And it's like, whatever. But everyone's looking at me like I'm Tim Cook or something. I'm like, <laughs> like <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. So then uh, we bought this uh, 
company and um, when you buy it for this kind of a coffee service, like you have a service department that works on the machines, but we bought this company and they didn't have any service tax, so it was like basically buying a kitchen with no cooks in the kitchen. <laughs> or buying, you know what I mean? It's like, so I walked into this, um, this company that we, we bought and uh, you know, all these people you know, are thinking that they're getting this five-star kind of like white glove service, like they're going to Benihana's and somebody's gonna put on a big show for them. But then there was nobody in, there was nobody there, basically. So it was just kind of a, it was a pretty, pretty wild. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was coffee, you know, with, with coffee, it was really fun because like you, you know, back before COVID, <laughs> you know, like people would have a coffee service. So there's this uh, coffee machine we we're putting in this um, office downtown. And I went to uh, a bar across the street, Kell's Pub. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. They used to do some, some comedy down there, I think at one point. But um, I walked down and I was like, the guy asked me, the first thing he asked me is like, hey, what do you do? I was like, oh, I'm a coffee, you know, I'm a coffee person. <laughs> and so um, he had this Keurig machine. And I was like, yeah, we do those. We could plumb it in. And so I just like, with coffee, it's like, it's like basically asking someone, it's like, do you breathe air? <laughs> basically, like it was just, uh, it was like closing basically everything that walked. I was like, oh, do you breathe air? I have some air for you. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm trying to think. This is my third time. I, di I didn't want to recycle any material. Um, I'm trying to think of something else to say. I don't even know that was funny. It's funny that it's not funny. Like, I, you know, it's a Hunter had that mental breakdown. I thought it was a total, I thought it was hilarious. I didn't know it was real, <laughs> you know? Uh, I feel like maybe I should have a mental breakdown. This has been a fun night. There's some good people up here tonight. Yay! Put your hands together for J.W. Blunt. Oh, I'm sorry, you could say something else? No, yeah, you were just, you were just by four minutes, but yeah, 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 we've got. Yeah, so so basically what it is, with these coffee companies that we bought, I, uh, with this, uh, with Muni, and thank Pam so much for everything that you do, um, but it inspired me to do this mobile podcast, and so I'm calling it instead of comedians in cars, like, Jerry Seinfeld, I'm calling it Rockstars in Cars. So if you go to rockstarsincars.com, it'll go to Purple Tiger Coffee, where you could buy cupcakes, and the proceeds will go to the media. I was gonna bring some cupcakes today, but I, I got held up. Yeah. Yay, J.W. Blunt Cupcakes! Rockstars in Cars with J.W. Blunt. Your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Dan Lewis. Yay! And when you get the chance, you are the dancing queen, young and sweet. All right, thank you. That's my walk-up music. How's it going? You guys are doing good? How's COVID treating you? Kind of sucks, right? Has me kind of confused, actually, this whole COVID thing, like, like, the, like, this woman, like, bent over in front of me, and I caught myself trying to look down her mask. <laughs> it's kind of weird. I'm Irish, uh, I guess. I don't know. I don't, it's not like an identity thing. I don't, I don't identify as Irish, you know what I mean? It's not an accomplishment being Irish, you know? It's just totally incidental. 
Like having Irish pride be like is like being proud of having asparagus pee or something like that, you know? <laughs> it's kind of, I don't know. If anything, I have more Irish shame than Irish pride. <laughs> you know, like if there was a dictatorship and they went around for some reason, you know, rounding up Irish people, I think I'd pretend to be Jewish. I don't know. And, and then an Irish family might come to my house, you know, and be like, oh, do you mind if we hide in your attic? I'd be like, yes, I mind. Go back to where we came from. All right. Got to work on the Irish stuff, fam. <laughs> I'll also do this Irish thing. I got to think of some Irish jokes. I'm not, you know, not really, I I'm not Irish in any meaningful sense. You know what I mean? It's just an accident. I didn't do anything. Anyway, I did grow up. My mom was uh, Irish Catholic, so I had that going like when I was a kid. Irish Catholic, but I was like, I could smell bullshit right away. You know, it's like I went to catechism and they said there were 7,000 saints. We were studying the saints. There's over 7,000 people that have sainthood. And I don't know if you knew that, like, in order to be canonized, it has to be proven that you performed two miracles. Right? So that means there's been over 14,000 proven miracles. That number will make you a little skeptical, you know? For something happens 14,000 times, that's not a miracle anymore. All right? Shouldn't there be fewer miracles than people who have bowled the 300 game? <laughs> it seems like, I don't know. They're all bullshit. All, all the religions, if you look closely enough, you always find bullshit. You know? Like I saw this Hebrew proverb. You probably heard this one. Teach a man to fish, and he eats just for one day. Sorry, I fucked that up. All the religions are bullshit. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> this Hebrew proverb, give a person a fish, he eats for a day. But you teach a person to fish, he eats for a lifetime. You probably heard that. And that sounds pretty good, but you see what they're doing there? Like they're not actually teaching you anything about fishing. They're just telling you to teach people to fish. <laughs> and I recognize a pyramid scheme when I hear one, you know? <laughs> this is the Amway business model right here. Let me guess. I find ten friends, convince them to be the people to tell the people to teach people to fish, and I'm a triple platinum earner all of a sudden, you know? <laughs> so that's bullshit. You know, a lot of it's a lot of doing. Then there's extreme Islam. You know, you get that going, and you got the whole martyr thing, which is really weird. You get the 72 versions. You've heard about that, right? I wonder if, like, these guys do are not going to know what to do with 72 versions, right? That's <laughs> like, this is like when somebody wins the lottery, doesn't know what to do with money. You know, it's probably the worst thing that ever happens to them, you know? Like, the pr first of all, the, you know they plow through about 40 versions in the first couple weeks, figuring, I got so much, it doesn't matter. Then all their relatives come out of the woodwork, you know? Like their cousins and stuff. Hey, man, how about a couple virgins? What do you say? It's like, dude, I barely know you. You died in a moped accident. Don't come to me with that. Because they're both dead. That's the whole thing. What else? <laughs> also, man, you get too many martyrs, that's a problem. Because people are always very proud of their kids. They put their photo up on the wall afterward. That's just like what we do. With, if, if there's too many martyrs, it's like when we have too many college graduates. You know what I mean? Loses a little bit of its value. You know, and we need some people to go into the trades, right? Plumbing? I don't know. All right. All right. Anyway, <laughs> last thing is uh, a lot of people say the best way to die is in your sleep. Well, that sounds pretty good. And they always say it this way. They always go, he died peacefully in his sleep. And I always wondered about that. It's like, yeah, it might have been peaceful from your point of view. But how do you know what that guy was dreaming about, you know? <laughs>
That's why when I die, I want him to write, he died in his sleep, stark naked, terrified, hopelessly searching for his middle school homeroom. <laughs> All right, thanks, you guys. Appreciate it. Yay! Dan Lewis. Not followed by Freddy Krueger in the dark. I had, a, I had a dream last night about helicopters. I was in a helicopter going to a show with another comedian, and the problem was it was a drone helicopter, and there was no pilot, and I was freaking out. Uh, okay, your next comedian came all the way from Sacramento. Put your hands together, everybody, for Paula Tazi. So I have a hello. Hello. Move on. Hello. Okay. So I have a pretty deep voice for a girl, I've been told. Uh I used to be bullied for it when I was a kid and in high school. In high school, a boy, he came up to me and he was like, why do you sound like a boy? And I just looked at him and I said, why does your dad sound like a girl when he comes? <laughs> and he'd be like, are you a real girl? And I'm like, yes. And he was like, Oh yeah, then show me what's. Oh yeah, then take your pants off. Show me what you have under there. And I was like, the fuck. And I was like, uh, yes, I am a real girl, and my pea-sized clitoris is larger than the dicks of the boys who asked me that question. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so um, my favorite accomplishment of the past year since 2020, we're we're now like one year past being in the pandemic. Uh, the proudest thing I've accomplished in the past year is gaining 40 pounds. Gaining 40 pounds. Yeah. And it's interesting because, like, my favorite position is, like, get, like getting it from the back. And it's, like, it's interesting now because now I have all this ass that came from nowhere now. So it's, like, now you got to, like, you got to, like, like, when, when you end up back, you got to, like, move them cheeks, you know what I'm saying? You gotta move them cheeks down there, like them cheeks gotta be, you gotta spread them cheeks till they're damn near touching my elbows type thing to get the dick in. Yeah, oh yeah, call, call me Tiger Queen the way these stretch marks be looking when you hit it from the back, oh. <laughs> That's right. I can almost remember what it was like having small boobs. I used to get bullied for having small, I used to get bullied for a lot of shit <laughs> in high school. I used, to be, I used to get bullied for having small boobs. And some boy who's like, why, why even bother wearing a bra with them tiny boobs? What are you supporting, your lungs? And I was like, and I was like, well, why bother wearing that do-rag with no waves, Javante? What the fuck are you supporting, your thoughts? <laughs> some whack shit. Anyway, so I feel like, so I've never played into the whole hard to get thing that a lot of American dudes seem to be into. It's like, the, a lot of American dudes be into that hunt is better than the kill type shit. And it's like a lot of women are conditioned by society to just like not give men a straightforward answer 
because it's like they're afraid of being deemed thirsty or easy. So it's like instead of saying, telling a man straight up that you want to fuck or sleep together, they're like, oh, like, you want to come over and watch a movie? And it's like, woman, stop lying. <laughs> you know damn well you just spent about a whole damn hour in that shower. You know, you walked up in that shower with your bottom half looking like the top half of Angela Davis. <laughs> and you came and you came out that shower with a ball fade on that kitty. You know damn well you're not trying to watch no movies with that man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else I got? Um, my best friend is Mexican. My best friend is Mexican, and I asked him a question. I asked him, "How does it feel? How does it make you feel? How does it make you feel as a Mexican American in this country to always be thought of as Mexican before you are American?" And he told me, none of that matters, because at the end of the day, I'm neither Mexican or American. I'm me. And I was like, so that makes you a Mexican American? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> all right. I'm a, all right. I'm going to give the room back to your awesome host, Pam Benjamin. Thank you for all that you do for the Bay Area comedy and NorCal. Much love from the 916. Palatazi, everyone. Palatazi. We have time for one more comic. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ed. That's how you put on a comedy condom right there. You see how smooth that one is? Like, lost no size on that. My, uh, my friend was like, we was like going back and forth. He was like, so, uh, you know, he's like, yeah, man, you know, we older now, you know what I'm saying? These condoms, man, is a problem. Every time you, you struggle to put it on, every struggle, every, every wrinkle you hit in the condom, you lose a half an inch of your size. And I was like, I was like, damn, that shit is uh, slightly true. Um, it's different, though, because I'm black. Uh, no, that's not. That has, that has nothing here. Yeah, it, it affects us all the same. Uh, yeah, from the 916, the sack pack, you know. Working, working title. I don't know how people are going to feel about that later on. I don't know if I want to be called the sack. The sack pack of what? Um <laughs> Sack pack of dick? I don't know. Really, sack pack of balls. Um, no. <laughs> uh, I'm just working up new stuff here. Uh, let's see. So, uh, let's see. Uh, well, hold on. Oh, it went black on me. I hate that. I hate that shit when that happens. Yeah, like, so, you know, I do a lot of caregiving. My mom's blind recently. You know, like, you know, like 10 years. It's not that recent, but it's like, it's really frustrating, too, because she's like, like this proud like a proud, like kind of black woman, like you know, like I was, you know, I was the only black kid in Davis, and now she don't, she don't want to use the stick, you know, she's so proud, right? Like you know the cane that you know you're supposed to use to learn to get around. She's like, I, I don't need that damn stick. I need a walking stick. I'm like, well, what is, what's the difference? And she, so she prefers to rather like walk around like a 1950s like Frankenstein. 
zombie thing, like, feeling herself around. It's always, like, these awkward moments where I'm, like, taking her to the store. And, like, people, she don't wear the glasses. She don't want no one to know she's blind, right? So, like, people just think she's rude. Like, oh, she, your mom, she kind of rude, right? She didn't even look me in the eyes. I was like, I, I, I know. It's very strange. She never looks me in the eyes either. One time I was, like, helping, I dropped, like, um, I dropped something on the floor and I went to pick it up. She kind of, she kind of, like, a touch on my hair, right? She was like, what, what the hell is that? What are you doing with your hair? You need to cut that shit. I was like, what? You need to cut that shit. You out here trying to be a woman. And I was like, what? Like. She's like, I was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, but mom, I, you know, I like women. She's like, well, you're trying to be a dyke, and I don't appreciate it. I was like, mom, you are very not PC. You're definitely a woman of the boomer age. Um, so we was riding around one time. We saw this sign. It said, um, "Affirmative action is systemic racism." And as I seen this, I was thinking like, <coughs> excuse me, that's, <laughs> I just farted. That's my clown fart. Uh, no, I, I was like, uh, well, how is this so? Like, it, it was like in a field, too, where it was like a bunch of cows. And I'm like, well, who, who out here, who's like the black dude that has to like, just like, you know, you know there's like one black guy. He's trying to get the job. And they're like, you know, we, I guess we have to hire you, you know, so, uh. We're gonna pay you in, in oats, and milk, and uh, and food, but because we don't want to be part of the systemic racism nonsense, we're gonna treat you like a slave. And well, I don't know. Anyway, my uh, time is up. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope you guys have a good night. I, I love this place. Give it up. Give it up for this spot. Give it up for Pam. Give it up for yourselves for hanging around. I'm Ed Johnson. Ed Johnson, everyone! Yay! Thank you. Yeah, well, that was the joke workshop tonight, and uh, we used up all the time, and that's great. Uh, thanks, everybody, so much for being here and for donating to Mutiny Radio and for telling your friends on the Internet. The podcast will be out. I'll tag everybody on the Facebooks and the whatnot, and people can listen to you. They, you can listen to Mutiny Radio all the time, mutinyradio.fm, or you can get our free iPhone app, or stream live from our website. Or there's a thing I use called Radio Box. I don't know. We're on that, and it's pretty cool. So, um, yeah, thanks for being around. I didn't get to do any jokes tonight, but that's okay. You can see me on Wednesday at Asiento. We're having a special St. Patrick's Day show. Uh, Jacob McHenry's on that. Also, uh, Dan Lewis. Other uh, Matthew Quirk, the leprechaun himself. At Friday, here at Mutiny Radio at 6 o'clock in the street, we have outdoor comedy. And on Saturdays at 2 o'clock at Atlas Cafe around the corner at 20th in Alabama, Titans of Comedy, yay. I have a new show I'm working out. It's either going to be on Saturday night or Sunday afternoon, so keep your ear to the ground for that. And keep listening to Mutiny Radio. Thanks. Bye. Now, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious?
I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. 